Welcome to the Ride Like a Mother podcast. You have your hosts here, Shelby and Carolyn, and we are here to interview Miss Dawn Ray Gray. She is a local here in, I was in the Southwest Manitoba, not quite Saskatchewan. We live right on the border <laughs> together, but um, she has been putting on jackpots for, correct me, Dawn Ray, for a few years now. And she, <laughs> she is the one lady you will see with three kids, putting the jackpot on, getting it all organized while riding all of her horses. She's been a horse breeder for the past six years. Correct me that too, Don Ray, but um, she has her own horses. She's got her own colts. She also goes to the jackpot with her stud while with all these babies and putting the jackpot on. So we're crazy here awesome. to talk all of this. Yeah. Oh admire you completely my dear me too um, <laughs> but we're here to talk about jackpot experiences and kind of for our listeners of who who's never put on a jackpot before tips and tricks on how to deal with all the chaos all of everything that's going on but the first things first tell us a little bit about yourself don't right as far as your life goes and your jackpot world goes well i can't take too much of that credit girls it takes a lot of a lot of people to make it work we all have our strong points mine is not the ground that's always Jacqueline Jacqueline does our pattern keeps our ground tip-top shape uh, we just got new sand in Elkhorn actually we actually ran on it for the first time last night everything was a little slower until the ground settles but mm -hmm. I'm sure it'll be right back up there the 15 sevens to win it or Last night, I think we had a 16-7 one, one at last night, I think. But um, yeah, just things are a little bit slower and sounds a little bit looser. But um, Kathy and Duncan run the office during the jackpot. Duncan is our announcer and Kathy writes down all our times. Duncan's quick with the jokes and Kathy's quick to correct. <laughs> <laughs> um, I run the sanctioning end in the paperwork. I send in our sanction forms, put our results on Facebook and send our results into our jackpot sanctioning committees and pay all our fees and do the payout. So we all have our strong points and that allows Jacqueline and I to, to compete in them actually. And we usually employ our kids on the quads and the Kubota tractor and they're good for an ice cream and, <laughs> and that's it. Nice. Um, and as for running the stud, I just took him to his first jackpot this year last night. So he's he talked a lot, but he behaved better than I thought he would have for breeding a mare that morning. <laughs> so, <laughs> Got yes. it out of his system early yeah, on. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> um, I don't know. I've been hosting jackpots for well, Kirby's 14, so over 15 years. Yeah, and not only that, you host um like the futurity sales and the futurities, and like you're actively going to the high school rodeos. Like it's very impressive what you do. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't look at my house. <laughs> <laughs> we don't worry about houses around here. <laughs> yeah, no, we're we just like to always be involved and help with whatever we're involved in with, right? And the futurity, running that five-star futurity in the Colt sale is also that same group that puts on our five-star summer sizzler and our Northern Lights. It's There's a group of six families and we all work together at it. We all have, yeah, <laughs> more than just me. 
Hi, this is Shelby. And Carolyn. We are two Canadian prairie ladies, raising babies, riding horses, and living the country life. We are on a journey to find health and wealth while building our ranches, and we want to share the journey with you. In this podcast, you can expect to hear us share our own experiences, as well as interview other inspiring humans. We'll cover topics such as human health, horse health, barrel racing, building a ranch, and so much more. We are ready to dig into the tough conversations like mental health, motherhood, farming challenges, finances, you name it. You will walk away from this podcast with tips, tricks, and strategies that will have you finding more joy and peace in your journey. We know there's a lot of juggling that goes into this lifestyle because we are living it. And as a nurse myself and Carolyn with a master's in animal science, we have a lot to bring to the conversation. So grab your coffee to go, throw on your messy bun and muck boots. Let's head to the barn and chat because we have business to take care of and we're sure you do too. Welcome to the Ride Like a Mother podcast. So you mentioned sanctioning already, but what does, can you just explain, like for somebody that's never hosted a jackpot, can you explain what sanctioning means and what organizations you can actually be sanctioned with and why it's a good thing to be sanctioned? Um, We sanction with MBRA. Um, It's our provincial association, support your local kind of deal. Uh, Once in a while, we'll host with SBRA for people to get qualified to go to SBRA finals in Saskatchewan. Um, I like MBRA because that's the first place I go to look to find where there's a jackpot coming up or got all my chores done and stuff done for today. Where can we go tonight? That's the first place I look. That's a good point because they have a pretty well-organized website. Yeah. 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 It can be hard to find events on Facebook and stuff. Right. And I don't belong to all the pages, right? And unless, yeah. you're, unless you're on Facebook all day, sometimes things get missed or entry deadlines get missed. And then that brings me to the other point of pre-entering and now I'm screwed. I can't go because the entries are cut off. Like back 15 years ago, it used to be you showed up and you paid 20 bucks and you entered when you got there. But I guess the, the way of the times, I guess that's kind of what we like to do in Elkhorn. We have people showing up as the jackpot's already run and we just add them to the bottom of the list and don't turn anybody away. You're just turning away money for your pot and people to get their horses worked. Like, yeah, yeah, we don't ever want to turn anyway, anybody away, especially peewees when peewees get capped at jackpots that kind of disappoints me a little bit because half the time those peewee slots are full before entries even open with everybody's the host committee's friends or their own kids. And some jackpots don't even have juniors. How do you keep your kids interested and keep going? Like to our household, jackpots are a family thing. We load up, all of us girls load up and Hayden throws the quad in and we go for the night. Sometimes he takes the dirt bike. You never know. <laughs> There's room in the trailer. <laughs> yeah, like jackpots are such a family affair. And I love that, like to have everybody there and cheering yeah. each other on and stuff. It's I think that's the funnest part, really. <laughs> yeah, I like to see as many kids involved as you can. And so here's my plug. Come to Elkhorn. We never cap the peewees and we always have juniors. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> hmm. oh, well, that's what MBRA was kind of 
originally for, right? Yeah, was, your mom was on the first MBRA board, was she not? Yeah. Yeah. I think she helped. I think she helped host the first MBRA finals in Ericsdale in '94. I don't know, something around there. Ask her. She bet she should tell you. I'll ask her that because I don't actually know. That's the first time I've heard of it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she was part of that crew. Because I know she always says that, you know, MBRA was meant for, for Colts, really. Like, yeah. to get something started, you pay your $10, $20 now. Uh, yeah. But maybe in the 90s, it was five, 10 bucks to get your yeah. horse in, and, and you could go. Like, she could bring us. And, yeah. And that. Those lower priced jackpots, like our $20 night, you can afford to bring two horses and your kids, but yeah, I can't. Yeah. Especially with the price of gas now too. I can't go down the road and pay a $60 entry fee or a $40 entry fee. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> it adds up pretty quick. Like when you're yeah, bringing your whole family yeah. or multiple horses, if you well, have, we like- had one family last night, even just at $20 an entry fee at two jackpots and running kids in the open and the youth was $120. Like, yeah. I don't know. That's adds up. Anyways. <laughs> That's a whole other podcast. Here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Budgeting. Rodeo budgets. <laughs> exactly. But you were talking about before, because you said Jacqueline's the one that looks after the ground, which yeah. I know well, too. And then you have your announcers and people helping out. So it does take a village. So what, what exactly do you need when you host a jackpot? Like what kind of people, volunteers, everybody to help out, especially when you have kids that are in it, what makes it go flow by easy, I guess. What are necessities for people? Um, well, the, the ground is number one, right? Uh, Jacqueline goes in ahead of time and marks out the pattern. We've been lucky. We can usually keep the same pattern most of the season. Sometimes we shift it by some a few feet when we get to our sizzler or our northern lights and we have to you know move things around because there are so many runs and sometimes it can get punched out and stuff but then brings in our the Kubota tractor with the rake behind it and the four wheelers with the panel we find a panel moves the ground a lot better than the rakes sometimes because the sand will just go through the teeth whereas the panel will actually move that ground into that hole Kathy and Duncan in the in the hut there we need to move the <laughs> hut to the other side oh my phone's ringing need to get the hut onto the other side of the arena for them because every second monday night they're staring into the sun <laughs> oh shucks <laughs> yeah not the best spot for it i guess but and what do you need for equipment in the booth with them well in the booth uh jacqueline has a sound system for announcing uh, we have two big speakers on the outside of the booth. Uh, we have a set of, t- uh, well, between the three families there, we have three sets of timers. But oh. <laughs> um, our bigger jackpots, we run two sets, one on top of each other, so that we always have a backup time if that one time malfunctions, because that can happen too. A uh, rock will get thrown up or something will break that beam and they'll have a no time or they don't get set off right. So we find that running two timers and we just designate one console as timer one and use that. And if timer one should fail, we go to timer two, which that's a great idea. Then You don't have as many, you don't have, well, you should barely have any reruns, right? Like, especially in a double header night or buyback runs or something. And your numbers of runs get added up pretty quick on a horse, which isn't right. 
I think MBRA still has the rule a horse can make no more than four runs in a night or in a day. Yeah, um, I think I read that in there. Yeah, which is, you know, we had a doubleheader last night. And if your horse has a good run, I don't enter the second one, right? Like you just think of the wellness of your horse and the heat and what kind of condition they're in. It's not all about the 160 bucks to win at the end of the night. <laughs> what else do we need for jackpot? Well, we did have a very unfortunate incident last week in Carberry. I'm sure some have heard. Um, Carberry has no no fence on one side and a young girl horse slipped and she is in hospital and she was taken out of there by stars. So thinking of her a lot, she's actually from here and by between Elkhorn and Verdon, the Langevin family. So there's lots to think about when you host a jackpot, you're responsible for those kids and those horses and you want the best safety of everybody, right? That's we've canceled our jackpot and Elkhorn twice now this spring because of the ground wasn't right or right like just little things to think about when you've got a bunch of people coming and horses everything's kind of unpredictable so you want the best best situations because the safety is completely key and I think a lot of people yeah. forget about that they look at yeah so you know I'm gonna go bringing up slot races or just jackpots in general they think more about the money aspect of yeah on that. absolutely yeah those are people that, yeah, people that probably haven't hosted as much and don't see the wrecks that can happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But well, kids are learning too, right? Like we know that yeah. we need a safety up and, or for the most part, we don't know we need a safety up, but sometimes kids just, they don't realize the unsafetyness of the ground. And to be fearless and 15 is what I told yeah. them. <laughs> 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 that's yeah once you have kids your game changes quite a bit too you know, someone's got to drive that fucking trailer home right as we're talking about the jackpot and how it runs but how about getting the jackpot started we're talking about sponsorship like sponsorship is such a key thing in having a successful jackpot especially a big one so what does the process look like for getting a sponsorship as somebody that's never put on a jackpot so it all changed with COVID. Imagine that. <laughs> um, Pre-COVID, we had uh, sponsorship letters. And I'm not a good sponsor person. Um, I can do the sponsor thank yous and stuff. But I don't have the contacts, the connections out here in the oil patch that some of our other members do for our board. So our sponsorship usually falls on the shoulders of Shelly and Wes Adams. Uh, if we all know Wes, everybody calls him Uncle Wes. <laughs> and he knows everybody. So he has a stack of letters and he goes around to the people he deals with and he talks to and asks if they'd like to be involved. And yeah, we usually come back with some great contacts and some great sponsorship from the local businesses out here. Um, when you are getting sponsorships, making sure that they get the proper recognition the signage, the handouts, the announcing, that's all a big part of it. Um, and thank yous. I've sponsored a few things in our years of Ranch Hand Headquarters and James Gray Trucking. And believe me, you remember who you don't get a thank you picture from. Mm. Yeah. Oh, or or even, great. yeah, or even a shout out on Facebook goes far. But the best is... I had a kid come up to me at a jackpot. I think it was Carnduff even. 
when Sandra Spencer put it on, I helped with some Peewee prizes and the kid come up to me and thanked me and shook my hand. And that, that just blowed me away that the kid knew who I was. Right. Like there. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. No, the thank yous go a long, long way. Yeah. That's important to keep in mind. Yeah. Great advice. Right. How, how do you be a great host or a great attendee even? Like, what are some things that could set you apart? I mean, you just said it. Thank yous go a long way, but. <laughs> um, go with the flow. They, people get too busy trying to micromanage stuff. And if, like I said earlier, if somebody showed up and we were partway through the first jackpot, sure. We'll just put you on the bottom of the list, take your 20 bucks and we'll run at the end. Like, it's not a big deal. Like, we want to see people get their horses worked, fix their problems. And even at the end of our jackpots, you'll still hear if somebody had a bad run, Jacqueline's still in the arena yelling at them afterwards. It's usually me and Kirby. She's yelling at no. <laughs> but no, we're, we're all here to help each other. Like we're, I want to see the next person have a good run too. Yeah, no, that that's awesome advice. Um, like, and you never know what other people are going through, right? Like, because that person that showed up late could have had, like, they could have been foaling. They could have yeah. had, <laughs> oh, yeah. they could have had anything going on. And the fact that they loaded up their horse, they, they got there. They planned their whole day around this thing and they were not giving up and they made it. Yeah. That's huge. And to turn them away after all that effort would just, yeah. that would just suck. Right. Like yeah, I've been that person. I'm, I'm not like I'm notoriously a little bit late for things. So I appreciate a little grace too. So. No, oh, I've been seen run, running across the grounds with the, the bag of jackpot change and the paperwork <laughs> as I was late too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sometimes you just got to make it work <laughs> right so with our jackpots we usually try to have the results up the next morning that's not going to happen today after last night I'm still dealing with this cult this morning um but hopefully by tonight I'll have them up there um we don't do pay out the night of just because it's usually 10 o'clock by time we get done mm, yeah I guess that uh, depends on the length of your jackpot too yeah and so we always have the jackpot payout the next, like we do every second Monday night. So do you always pick up that Monday's jackpot payings two Mondays later? Right. And oh, okay. then when the last one ends, the last Monday night jackpot ends, then we have the sizzler. And then when the sizzler ends, we have Northern lights. And then by time Northern lights is done, if there's any envelopes left, like I have a Ziploc bag and we put them all in there. If there's any envelopes left, then that's when we e-transfer you if you've won anything throughout the year or at Northern Lights, that's kind of like the closing of my books ceremony is sending out all the e-transfer <laughs> and my books are done for the year, but yeah. nice. That's a handy system. Yeah. We're people, I, I can't do the dollar, the dollar 50 every e-transfer is ridiculous. And everybody asks, well, should I e-transfer my money for Monday night? No, just show up with cash and the less the government knows, the better. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <wait. laughs> yeah. So when we go to buy, we go to buy our prizes in the fall for Northern Lights. I'll walk into 
Covenant Ranch tack and feed their Juanita with a handful of cash from the jackpots for prizes. That's perfect. <laughs> yep. Love cash. Yes. Cash is always great. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know what else to tell you. Go with the flow and don't be a Debbie Downer. <laughs> like, <laughs> Positive vibes. Everybody's looking right. forward to get the same results. Yeah. Yeah. And no, it, I, I have to be better. Like I took, like I said, I took the young stud to his first jackpot of the year last night. And I was so worried what people were going to think of him in public. Right. Like I got to put that crap out of my head and just focus on me. Like just hard to do that though. He, yeah. Hard. Especially in the stud game, everybody's looking at you. Everybody yeah. wants to see what he's going to do. Well, he yeah. talked, he didn't make a wrong move, but he talked. Oh, <laughs> yeah. my one girlfriend, it's like taking a teenage boy to a dance. <laughs> they they got to make sure everybody knows they're there. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, yeah. Don't be a, uh, be happy so, to be there. Yeah. <laughs> I admire you big time because I hosted my first jackpot last week and I tried to run my horse in that jackpot while I was organizing things. That was crazy. (laughs) Like your head just got a million things in it. And then you jump on your horse, you go back there. You're like, okay, I got to make this quick because I got to get back so I can take it like whatever, take times and organize and whatever. And so you run your horse like, I didn't even shorten my reins. I didn't do nothing. I ran in there. I was like, this is good. It was crazy. But, um, so like, yeah, just to keep your wits about you is, can be tough, I guess. Once you've done it a few times, you probably get better at it though. Hey, don't you? Yes. Yep. (laughs) Once you get your, your, like you said, a village, right? Like I lean a lot on Kathy and Duncan, the day of the jackpot and Jacqueline, Jacqueline ran two horses yesterday too. I haven't seen Jacqueline run two horses in a long time. That was great. Nice. Yeah. And we both like our grounds always the same in Elkhorn. So we, Jacqueline and I ran at the very end. I took two runs on the stud at the very end of the very last jackpot when there was only 20 people left around, right. Just so that we're not holding up the show or whatever, then we can take our own time to fixing our lines and getting getting done but yeah it's a lot of organizing but once you find your groove keep in it <laughs> yeah exactly and like you said once you've got that team behind you that makes things yes, a lot smoother absolutely yeah everybody and knows the role our kids are being super helpful Jacqueline's got two boys that run equipment and our kids run the equipment too we had Dane Pearson jump on one last night so Kirby could run her horse because Hayden and Hallie ditched us for the lake. Oh, <laughs> so we were down too. And yeah, so it does. Um, it takes a good village. No, certainly it does. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. I'm so glad that you were able to make it on here this morning and that we could talk to you about this because you're so knowledgeable on the subject. And you organize so many events throughout the year. And we always like as barrel racers, I certainly really appreciate that. And I'm sure I speak for many others as well. Um, It it takes a lot of guts and a lot of tenacity to be the one that organizes and that hosts. And um, so, yeah, 
just want to say we appreciate that. And, uh, and it was really great talking to you this morning. And if you, if people have more questions for Don Ray, how can they, how can they reach out to you, Don Ray? Well, they could come to our summer sizzler. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> Ask in person. I like All it. Right. <laughs> so we have July, July 30th um, as our summer sizzler in Elkhorn. And we have $250 added so far. Uh, if we get our 50 entries, we'll match that for another 250. So we'll have $500 added if we get 50 entries. And we had 40, 44 last night in a Monday night jackpot. So I'm pretty sure Saturday afternoon nice that. yeah um the only thing is there is a ten dollar gate fee that goes right to the elks um elks i don't know what they elk society or whatever mm-hmm. i think is what they're called and they're the ones that host the event so that pays for the ground and their porta potties and the canteen is open and there's kids activities and there's chuck wagon races and there's oh, cool. all the good stuff yep so you can mm-hmm. find that on our facebook page for the five-star futurity sale group and then september long weekend is our northern lights two-day jackpot with our five-star futurity runs so that will be the third and the fourth and then our colt sale will be the fifth and our colt sales online again with jack auctions and third coming in for that shelby <laughs> you can't see it, but she was giving her eyes. <laughs> I will be there. Good, good. Yes. I'm planning on being there too. Good. Right on. Yes, Carolyn was our five star futurity winner last year, wasn't she? Whoop, whoop. Yes, she I was. was. <laughs> that was the highlight of my season. <laughs> We have to do something about our timing, though. Those young colts trying to jump the shadow of that gate was pretty. Yeah, <laughs> oh, mine for sure, both times. <laughs> oh man, that's something. We that's never okay. Thought. They gotta get used to it all, yeah, right? That's, true. When we yeah. put that sign up there, we never thought of that. <laughs> all, all part of the jackpotting and the seasoning, and the, it all goes together. Yeah. yeah exactly. Kidding. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Don Ray. We were excited oh, to have wow. you on talking about jackpots and this season is shaping up to be a fun one because there's so many more events on now again. Yeah, and... it's just the price of fuel to go down. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and you'll most likely yeah. be hearing from me to put on my next jackpot, so we'll be talking okay. soon. <laughs> oh, and there's a wedding jackpot. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Shelby is putting on a jackpot for her wedding social, right, Shelby? Why you? Yeah. August 13th, we are putting it on. Don't ask where it is yet because we haven't decided. Okay. <laughs> have it at home. It's closer for me and less people. <laughs> it's either at home or out in Redverse here, so... Yeah. Well, you can follow us all on Facebook if you want to see where the next jackpots are going to be. And uh, Don Ray, especially, she's got everything on her Facebook page and Ranch Hand headquarters on Facebook, too. So, yeah, like always, uh, if you want to get in touch with us and ask questions or if you have ideas for our podcast, um, just send us on an email or catch us on Instagram or Facebook, or uh, just check out our episodes and uh, subscribe if you want to get updated every week. So we're here every Thursday. And uh, (laughs) thanks so much for joining us this morning. We'll see you at the next jackpot.
Thanks, yes. girls. Yes.